Hemshech Hayim Beis, Volume 1. We're at the beginning of Discourse 22, B'yem Hashmini page 159, beginning of Chapter 83, Pei Gimel. And it's a key transitionary chapter because we're moving over into the discussion of spheres, what spheres are, in order to understand what does it mean that there are spheres in Igulim. So, just to keep the flow and understand the context. Hamzachayim Bey is about the interface. The interface between the divine and existence, which are in every possible way two opposites. And the interface is necessary for us to be able to have a relationship with the divine in a way that we're not annihilated and it doesn't compromise godliness either. And this is a slow process of step-by-step avoid the work of bringing the two together. The first interface, Kesser, which is how the interface begins from the source, that the source desires existence, and then desires a structured existence. And then there's the way back, how we travel from the structure to the desire all the way to the source. So the beginning begins with Kesser in chapter 1, then he goes for 59 chapters, a discussion about the imminence, so we need to have these two elements of the interface, transcendence and imminence. Transcendence is the element that reflects the source, the desire of the source, the air the energy. And imminence is the structure, Eiris and Kalim. So first is a long discussion on the structure. And then he goes back to the imminence, to the transcendence of getting beyond the structure, how the structure reaches to a place beyond structure. In imminence, what's relevant to our discussion right now is in chapters 33 and on, he starts speaking about space. What is spiritual space? What is spiritual structure? In physical space, physical space, we measure space through different ways that we measure the physical. And what we call higher and lower is physical higher and lower, but in spirituality, where there's not a matter of physical time and space, what means higher and lower? So simply put, you could say it's more holiness, less holiness. In Israel we say, Esther is saying, there are ten levels of holiness. It's not about physical higher and lower. As a matter of fact, the Holy of Holies is a smaller place than the Holy, and the Holy is smaller than the rest of the Beis English. So those true that they are their physically higher levels, reflection of their spiritual levels, but their real key distinction is that one is holier than the other. So the same thing here, you say energy, when something has more divine energy, it's a higher level. When it has less divine energy, it's a lower level. That's the definition of the structure on the spiritual world and the, spirit, and the spheres. <clears throat> so basically, the kav, which is the measuring rod, is the, the paintbrush, is the force that... That actually, def- that actually creates each aspect. So something that's so-called closer to the source, the top of the Kav, will have more energy, and therefore the higher level, and something is farther from the Kav, more distant, that's lower energy. But then in chapter thir- 38, he says, no, it's not can't just be a mute. can't just be a matter of quantity of energy, which would really mean it's one flow, it's like sunlight, and it's a matter of what level you're at. In one place the sun is, you're closer, so you're getting more light. In other place you're getting less energy. He says, no. 
there's a qualitative difference, which is of course the whole basis of Ayin Beis, that there's that it's not just one light in different tinted glasses, that the light energy itself is fundamentally different. Er is different than Er Habina. Like the just like the container is different, the air is also different. And therefore there's a qualitative difference between Chachma and Bina. Not just Bina is diminished Chachma, and then it will climb the ladder and become Chachma at some point. So there's a fundamental, and on the contrary, because they're fundamentally different, that's why the quantity of energy flows differently to each of them. So take the human body. If you talk about the life force, the life force from head to toe is equal. But there's a different measure of life force that goes in, even how much, how much heat is generated. We lose most of our heat through our heads. Why? Because the head is, the, is, like, is like the hard drive. It's over, it works hardest. It needs the most energy. So more blood flows to certain parts of the body than other parts. There's more energy in some parts than other parts. Is this a quantity thing or a quality thing? The answer is both. So it's not quantity that the head happens to have more uh, energy, that's why it's a head, and the legs have less, so that's why they're legs. It's the other way around. Because the head and the legs are fundamentally two different type of faculties. The head needs more energy to do what its job, and the legs need less energy in that sense. Again, I'm not talking about the life force, that you're alive. We're talking about the actual amount of, of, of energy that's entering into each part of this machine. You could argue that no, there's one energy it just flows in, and according to each part of the machine, it uses that energy commensurately. No, he's saying no, the energy itself has structure. Okay. Why is this so relevant? Because then after he finishes 59 chapters about eminence, he goes back to transcendence. It says transcendence, on the other hand, transcendence is not defined by structure. The transcendence doesn't have his calculus, that's the words. Meaning it's not defined by division and by distinctions and levels. Transcendence is in its root, not transcendence. Transcendence, we call it transcendence. Transcendence something. From its root, it's basically Eirein Sof. It's divine energy, and its only role is not L'hoyer Ala'elim, as he said. It's not a function like the, the plumber or the electrician or the well, the, the, the well digger. Its function is to convey the message of the source. It's an agent of the source. So there's no Ischalkus. Yes, there are many messages. So of course it sends all those messages. Okay. That's in the transcendence. And that's why transcendence introduces another dimension that the system doesn't have. The structure defines what God wants. He wants a world with structure. He doesn't want Reuven to be Shimon. He doesn't want Shimon to be Levi. He doesn't want one Shavit to be the other. He wants everybody has their unique personality. Ain't they a saying, Shavas? No two people think alike. No people look alike. We're all created from the same, all children of Adam and Chava, but we don't look alike. And it's not just a physical thing, it means because spiritually we have different roles. There's no reason to have two of the same. We're clones. And he was this distinction. This distinction is not incidental, it's not superficial, it's fundamental. But if you want to have Agdus, you want to have unity, if you want to have them all living up to a higher purpose, you need a transcendent force that says, hey, okay, you're all distinct, I'm not taking that away from you. But there's a, a chuppah, there's a hovering makif that introduces an element that is beyond the structure. Whether it's bitl or it's ahdus, nasev and nishma, you know, all the different ways it's explained throughout. I just want to bring it back to where we are now.
Okay, so if that's the case, fine, very nice. Structure is defined by quantity and quality, quality and quantity. Transcendence is defined by uh, a, 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 a type of hovering or all-encompassing transcendent energy that elevates the whole thing. But then he says, then starts the question, now we're talking now chapters, we start first asking chapters uh, 59, I believe, just want to make sure I don't say the wrong chapter. Yeah, chapter 59, after explaining the difference between Rotson and Keiches, which is the, this is the distinction, structure are the faculties, the Rotson is a desire, the Rotson is equal everywhere, it doesn't take time, explains for example in education. To educate someone in Chachma Bina takes time, takes years. Rav Yishanim, Yudhiya Chachma. Ratzin, desire, a baby desiring food, and an adult desiring to study, is instantaneous. It's a desire of the soul, whatever the soul wants. It's true, far more sophisticated when you're older. Your faculties are. But the desire element that the soul wants something, doesn't make a difference. It has that type of equality. Equanimity is the word. So in chapter 59 it says, This would be nice. One transcendent energy elevates it all. But there's makifim in each world. It's makif of the, the makif igulagodl surrounds all of existence. Makif klol. Two makifim klolim and basically three makifim protim. Makif klolim is tirila, tiritata, ak. Then the Makifim Protim of every world. Kesar of Atsilis and Kesar of Bria, Kesar Yitzira, Kesar of Asiyah. No, that does not bring here. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. That that's a question comes only where we are now. Yeah. So he answers. So this. So he answers because the Makifim at the end of the day are Shaykh Lepnimim. This is 20 chapters, from 59 to 79. I'm just summing it up. This, so what's the pshat? As in, I mean, basically in 59 he says that compared to the source, compared to the transcendence, there's no difference. It's only a difference because the transcendence flows to each place differently. But then he says, then he asks the question in 60, what is the difference between one makif and another makif? And there he starts explaining the effect of Tata first Ak, the effect of Tihirilah, the effect then of Kesar Vatsilis, Kesabri, Yitzir, and Asiya, which is all the Tfilis, Baraksha Omar, Bukhashetsa. After finishing all that, he says, I'm just giving you the key things. 79, now 20 chapters later, Nevertheless, you cannot say this from the mental structure. So all these 20 chapters are coming to explain the Makifim Pratim, or Klolim, but you can't say the structure. And here he goes in 79 to say that all the Ksarim are of one quality, and they could evolve one to the next. It's only a matter of of, uh, of, I don't know if he uses Ribu Emir here, I don't think so, he does. <coughs> Whereas in imminence, Chachmah Bina will never be the same. Like he says, Chachmah Vasiyah, I just want to say one thing just to help a little. When he talks fundamental structure, he talks about two aspects. Fundamental structure of the worlds are different, Atzilus Asiya, and the spheres are different. They're both part of the, fund- the qualitative difference. In Makif, 
before get, he didn't yet get the spheres, he's talking now about the levels from one world to the next. So chachma of asiya is like the, the wisdom of embroidery or artistry. It's completely fundamentally different than the wisdom of atzilus, which is understanding the, es- the essence of a concept. In Makif, the Makif of Asiya, Keser of Asiya and Keser of Atzilis are the same quality. The distinction is how they manifest and what impact they have in that particular world. That's what he says there. Then he continues to explain this further. Then he, and then comes chapter 80. Now comes a new question. That's fine with the Makifim Klolim. We understand that. Um, but now we have the problem we have is that there's actual spheres in the Gulen. Eitz Chaim says. There's actual spheres. So to say that, until now you could argue, okay, what you explained is that, that in Makifim only, there's only quantitative difference. There's no qualitative shift. But now you're going and saying there's the word spheres. And we established earlier spheres are not just quantity, they're quality. Spheres of Erpnimi, it's, quanti- it's qualitative difference. And the Eitz Chaim says that equally there's spheres in Makifim. So let's just for a second, uh, let's, let's just take a, a, a slight, uh, not detour. Why can't you just say that that's what Eitz Chaim says, that the, the spheres in, in Prinimi is quality, and spheres in Makif are, are quantity. And they're not really different. But then they're not called spheres, then it's just a matter of calling them levels. The fact that it says there's spheres in the Gulim, the Rebbe Rashab clearly, is, 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 it starts saying there's like two different types of spheres, then you're getting into a whole new discussion, which maybe is what he's going to come and say later. But bottom line is, for now, to start saying that the spheres in Makifim don't really mean spheres, structured, it's just a word, it's Shashem Amushal, that he clearly doesn't want to go there. I mean, you could argue that. I'm just mentioning it because it's important to qualify. But clearly he doesn't, he doesn't accept that uh, approach. He doesn't, he's not even shailed it. I'm just, I'm just asking, why can't you just say that? But clearly he doesn't go there. But before he goes back to the spheres, he goes back again to Ma'alomata in Makifim itself. And he says that besides the fact that there's sphere of Chochmah, sphere of Bina, it says in Nitzchayim, in Nizboyer, that's what he keeps saying, there's another Nizboyer, that Nitzchayim also says, the Harizah Sesa, first of all, So what he said in all the chapters, the 20 chapters earlier, is not a question any longer. Because the 20 chapters earlier, he's not saying there's Nitzchalkos in Makifim. He's saying Makifim speak to the Primi, and each Primi needs its particular Makif to speak to it. How much he reveals himself to the Pneumia. Essentially, you could say, yeah, yeah, you, you could put, yeah, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's like the supervisor of this department ha- speaks to this department, not to another department. But he's fundamentally still a supervisor. He's a department head. But now you're saying there's Sfiris and Makifim. That's not Sfiris and Makifim doesn't just mean. It means you say the Makifim are made up. It's like saying, it, it, in other words, the Makifim, you're associating much more structure to them than what we spoke about till now. And then he goes further and says, in addition to the fact that there is one sphere, So here again you see the same ideas that he spoke in imminence, that first he spoke about quantity, then quality, here too. Number one, there's spheres in the Gulim. Number two, there's Mailamata. Mailamata. This, and then there's each eagle itself has a higher part of the eagle, has a lower part of the eagle. So that's another Mailamata. So besides one eagle, Chachma, the eagle of Chachma is higher and encompasses the eagle of Bina, each one is also. So this he answers is with quantity. This he says, the answer to this is quantity. 
Yeah. That this is quantity. That the makif remains the same. And the only difference is quantity, how much, how much is traveling into it. Basically, it's similar to the discussion of the earlier 20 chapters. Yeah. In other words, in other words, rotsen is the same rotsen everywhere, the same desire, but there's a different quantity. And then he adds, as we reviewed several times already, this quantity we should know does not define the main structure, because we learned earlier with imminence that the main structure is defined by quality. One second. Remember, he's not talking about spheres, because the spheres make a, create a problem here. He's talking this. Okay. And more, moreover, even more than that, the quantity in imminence actually impacts imminence. It weakens the energy, and it defines the energy. A lower level is a lower level. In Makif, and here he used the example of Tamimus, in Makif it doesn't matter. Wherever you are, sincerity can be cut into pieces. Wherever you are, sincerity is the full intensity of the Tamimus of an individual, of a person of this. The Yukudis Harotzen is equal everywhere. So what do we have from all this? We have from this is, Ma'ilamat is not a problem. Fine. Yeah, there's Mayach, Leiv, and Maisa. Tamimus b'mayach, Tamimus b'lev, Tamimus b'maisa, as he said. Same intensity. So there's in each level. It's similar to what he said earlier about Makif of Kesser, of Vatsilus, Bri, Yitzhira, Fundamentally all Kesser, but this one speaks to the souls of Bria that are intellectual. It's actually, because hey, it's Mamash the same, because there too he said, remember, three types of souls. Nisham, their main focus is in the void of Meichin, mind. There's a, then the focus on emotions, and the focus on action. Actually, that's exactly the three levels of Tamimus. Mo'yech, leiv, and action. So you could say it's the same idea. So now, not only the makifim, general makifim klolim, of tiratatab, but also of atzilus bri, is basically all really a measure, a measure of quantity, but also the mailo mata of the spheres of, of eagle of chokhmah and bina. And the mailo mata within each sphere itself, within each makif itself, the higher and the lower that that, that is mesak and the pegomim, the blemishes. This is a matter of quantity, and quantity doesn't really fundamentally define structure. Therefore, there's no structure, schalkus in the makifim. And the th- even the thing, the difference that these things are, is not like the difference in the imminent energy. But we're left with one big problem. You're still, there's still spheres in makifim. So after he finishes that, that's where we are now. Exactly. Spheres, you can't say it's just a matter of quantity. Spheres is fundamental. That, that's clearly. Bottom line, if you call it Kesa Chachmabina. Yes. Yeah. In other words, he's, he keeps, if you see, if you look at the interface, he keeps moving structure closer and closer to transcendence. But there's a problem because you don't, can't have structure in transcendence. So in the beginning, it began transcendence was here, structure was there. Then we started defining that transcendence also has some relationship. Now we already have now spheres in, in, in stuck in transcendence. That's where we are. And that's the question at the beginning of chapter 83. So to begin to answer this, he begins with a fundamental point, which brings us back to the discussion from early, early on, in the earliest Maimorim. And here too you see how imminence and trends. He says, I'm just reviewing what we learned yesterday. To understand this, we have to go back to the Maimar of Dan Nose, which is basically the third Maimar of the Hemshech, talking about all the way in the beginning, that even higher than the ten hidden spheres, there's a state of spheres that have no limit. Spheres saying cats. And these spheres are, are similar to the root where they come from, 
Therefore, they're in a state of pshitus. Antu chad You cannot measure them. They're in a state of substanceless. Lochere in a move on top of the third line on top of the page of Kufnun Tes. So you have exactly the same question, actually even deeper question in a way. To say there's spheres, to say there's spheres in the gulim, the gulim at the end of the day come after the tzimtzum and after the kav. Here you're talking about all the way in the root, before even the air hagvul, even before the ten, before the rose and the desire, and before there's a shir asbukeich, there's spheres. Substance. How could you say substance? How could you say spheres, which means, as he says, b'chines hagbola, fundamental structure, and how do you say that at the same time they're pshitus? So he's already laying the ground and showing us that spheres have two sides to them. Even spheres. It's about basically showing us that imminence has transcendence in it, just like the transcendence has imminence. That's really where this is going. But this needs, of course, a lot of explanation. Especially in Aved. But you see how he's moving it closer. If you look at it, it's literally moving to recre- the interface is getting more complicated as we go. It would be much simpler if it was just like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's really, I mean, he's saying it in the question, but you know, Shailas Chochem, Chetzetshuvah, so. Now, one second. We have to begin what is the Shem Sphira. And this will go 47 chapters. So, uh, so buckle your, uh, fasten your seatbelts. You hear? Now, I want to just say one thing which I think is critical because the summary in B'yemesh Minet says, right, is vital. Let's not go away from a very, very key point. And I think that also will help uh, create a reality check. Because I see a lot of the questions I myself have, and some coming up here, we'll go back to the technicalities. Makiv, does it have levels? Which levels? Igulim, not, you know. Remember the point. I just want to read it inside because it's so sharp and, and, po- and poignant. He says like this. Where it says, Lohoven calls, I'm reading a chapter on page 158, the beginning of the, the Yemeshunet says paragraph. So he says these words. The Ed Makiv Ember is Chalkas. Why? Why does Ed Makiv not have his Chalkas? Let's not forget why he doesn't have his Chalkas. Because that's the key. If you don't know why he doesn't have his why can't you just say so what? What's the big problem? Say there's Ma'av. Because the Bashar Shibayan and Sarah Shalifna Etzim Sumho Ere Shabchinis Gili Etzim. Shabchinis ain't safe. Valkain Gam Kameshan Naz Bachinis Makiv Leom Shabchinis ain't safe. Period. Before we go on. Because the whole purpose of transcendent energy is not to be structure. It's. Not about the world. It's about God's thoughts. It's about what God wants. Meaning it's ain't safe. That's the whole discussion. Remember, Eir. Not that Eir shell ain't safe. Eir itself is ain't safe. Ain't safe is the structuralist. Because it's meant to be an agent of the divine. Remember I spoke about the chief of staff. If the person who's representing the, the king suddenly takes on and becomes the cook, he's going to lose his, 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 the integrity of what his role is. His role is to convey the king's message. Not to become involved and immersed in one particular job. Not the, we need the jobs. We need that work. We need the structure. But that's not his role. So, so, fun, so therefore, Makiv is, is, is fundamental in his chalkos. That's what he says. The Hagam, and then he goes on. Hagam, and he explains why. But then there's Lucheriyesh, and that's the 20 chapters I refer to, 59 to 79. But then from Eitzchayim, because Eitzchayim suddenly says there's spheres. So suddenly you're saying to me that the chief of staff, or this head of the department, the chief of operations, is, has structure within. What do you mean structure? All he is is an agent of God to convey what the Hashem wants. Why so, where does he have, where does he have a Kesachach Mabini? He shouldn't be having any faculties. 
Let's put it this way. He shouldn't be having any seichel even. To make distinctions. All his job is to do what, what, what he's told. It's like saying Rotson suddenly has Chachman, Bina, and Das, and Chesed, Gvod. Rotson doesn't, doesn't have these pieces. It, it instructs them. It governs them. It controls them. It dominates over them. But since when in Rotson itself suddenly it has it? Now, of course, I'm sure we all can speculate the answer to this. But the question has to be stated. And then we'll understand it. So that's the question. So it's not just a matter of quantity that, okay, there's more Rotson. Yeah, obviously, let's, let's for example, say this. It's, it's the head of the department's comes and says to the each department head says, listen, you need this, you need to do this, do this, this. And one of them says, I have some questions. Okay, he may spend more time with him and give him some answers, but he's fundamentally still, all he's doing is conveying the, it's not a question, he's, well, that's a question of measure and quantity. That's not a question of quality. They're all getting the same, this is what the king wants. You go dig a well, you go bring the message, you go to war, you do this, you do that. Now we're saying that he actually has a fundamental structure, that is where the problem begins. Then he, then he continues. The Mashiach Milo Mata be Gulim ain't a Sesel Ikrainian. Milo Mata is not Sesel. Why? Because there is not Shemachalok and Bat Samadregasim. Milo Mata is not about fundamental structure difference. It's only Gili, only Kamos. That's what Ribu Emit. Yeah. And Ribu that's you see, these lines here really give you the whole picture. And Ribu Emit doesn't determine structure. In Maki, in Primi, and Koshke in Makiv. Because Makiv is not defined by, you know, as he says, in Primi, because me it yes by Behelem Kola Air. And in Makiv, not only does it have Behelem Kola Air, it has the Takev, the Tmimus, like an example of Tmimus. So, in, in, in Primi, you could say, yes, quantity has less quality. But in uh, Makiv, less quantity doesn't have less quality. And then he goes on. But now we have to understand what about the what about the spheres? This doesn't answer spheres. This answers my lamata. This answers quantity. What about the structure? And now he goes and says, okay, you know what? Let's go to the spheres in their root. The spheres in their root exist in the place of pshitas. And same question. And still called spheres. So lahavinzeh. That's why this is a pivotal section right here because he's moving over to. So now we'll continue. Lahavinzeh to understand this. What's the name of a sphere? By the way, that's not even by the way, it's, 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 it's beautiful also to see the methodology of the Rebbe Rashab here. See, this you do not see anywhere else in Chassidus. In Chassidus, you learn a mimer, a mimer, even if it's a long mimer, five pages, ten pages. You know, he may go off, but he doesn't. Here, you're talking about chapter, 47 chapters. You see how he builds a structure here. And, and you see the thinking, how he's thinking and developing it into a... And, to, and, and, and also you see how does he answer a question you know, the tater way. You go to the root. Okay, let, one, one second. You're asking me a question. How this sphere is in the gulam? How this sphere is in, pshit in, in uh, there? One second. Let's define what sphere means. Because he's almost like going back to the point of departure. Who says sphere is structure? Maybe, may, you know, maybe, the, the, maybe all these shilas should prove that spheres are not structure. Like the, like the mukabolim that hold that there's not eris mitzriyarim. That would solve all the problems. Then you say, you know what? The whole thing with spheres is just a shema mushal. It's just like the colored... The the the, the, the 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 liquid is the same color. It's, 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 uh, and just the, the kalim create the structure. So you could really, and that would that would resolve a lot of problems. That's what and, and but of course, Agdus is not complete. Then, then it's a different way of looking. So clearly, he's going in this direction, and therefore he says, let's understand what a sphere is. 
And this is probably making the case why you don't go according to those mukabalim. The truth is, all the mukabalim are right. It's just a question, like the Rebbe says, and he's going to say, no, no. The bottom line is the interface has to have everything. Like I said, there's imminence and transcendence, transcendence and imminence. Okay, so lahav and zeh, tzach lahav and tchila, ma'o shem sfira. What is the name sfira? Okay, you know, everyone uses the word sfira all the time. What does sfira mean? I always have challenges, you know, how do you translate sfira even? So we say spheratic structures, spheres, we say spheres, we say emanations, energies. Basically, at this point, we got cornered. There was no way out unless we first let's, let's figure out if we're, if we're saying that we're using the Sviddin in the right context. Yeah, basically, you could say that. Yeah, he's going straight to the what Sviddin are. Look, the Hemshir is not over even after 47 chapters, but yeah, yeah. <sighs> Interestingly, this is, you can compare it to Pedic Aleph. He says, what is Keset? He brings also the Pardis, three Pirushim and Keset. So he's also going back to the Pardis, because you see the Pardis is one of the fundamental, of course the Ramak is one of the people who actually categorizes names of Kabbalistic names. What is Keser? What is Eir? What is Einsef? What is uh, Svira? So it's one of the places that actually, it's like an encyclopedia of Kabbalistic terms. You know, in Zohar it just says the word Svira. Or in Nesef Yitzira, Svira is Enket, Svira is Blima, so I know. Yeah, part of this Lamak. But sometimes it's written Oshotev and sometimes not. It's also, of course, Pshat Ramajusad, but he means the same from part of this here. That's the reason that he called it part of this. Because it's part of this. Sharches Pedic Beis. So what does he say? Hevi Kame Pirushim B'Shem Sfira. He brings several interpretations in the word Sfira. Echod. Loshen Mispar. From the word count number. Sfira number. You count. Sfira Seymer. And this is the language. This is his actual site. He's citing. And there are those that interpret meaning Pirshu, they, they explain. Because Misper number is from the things that have are finite. Even though the spheres are not finite. Mm-hmm. But re- relative to their root, which is poshet, which has no, which is completely shapeless and seamless, they're baligvul. In other words, they're relative finite states. And also in relation to their uh, impact and effect on us. This is awfully similar. Remember, we spoke about you know, you go back in fifty-nine, chapter fifty-nine. He uses, he says. When he talks about the Sagnuzis, he talks about he says that Be'er Kenu, of the spheres, and Be'er Kenu and us receiving there is a there is spheres. But Be'er Kei, the bottom of the page there, remember that that I'll never that's a very key uh, line there. By the way, the Samachsadik says more or less the same words. Uh, let's see. I just want to see the words there because it says which of course you know throws everything into a loop because you can start saying if it's all relative so why are we talking about fundamental structures it's all about where, where, where. but clearly he's still talking about fundamental structures so we can, I'm, I'm going to go there right now 
because it's both. It's both are true. Because remember, it's not an illusion either. When God said, when you say Gilcha Hashem Agdula it's not some type of like an illusion that looks like the differences. It says Hashem is Gdula Gvura. So you have to say the sphere is even though yeah, but etzem they're pshitas, but back, but but in other words, compared to the source that they're, they're they are. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, this, compared to lower, I'm sorry, they're pshitas. They're they're, they're like. Beyond structure, but but clearly it's God speaking in structured words, and that's not a superficial element. So both, so so there. Okay. I'm almost thrown off by this. Everything is. Be'erek Okay, but relating to their root, their gvul and 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 okay. So they so they themselves are gvul and also their effect on us. That's why it's called misper. So he's basically explaining why would you call spheres misper? Because spheres are God's tools to create, and spheres have an element of ghoul in them, even though generally they're not finite, but compared to their source, they are, and, and of course in their impact on us. That's the language of the parts. Yeah, I need to explain. I want to say, reiterate this again. He's not saying here that the spheres, structure of spheres are just in a superficial uh, distinction. God wants them to be distinct. It's just that when you compare it, compare it to the to to um, to real gvul, let's say a table and a chair, you can't call it gvul. Doesn't have that type of uh, fundamental. Um, the word is not fundamental because ultimately it is energy and it's ultimately a divine but if you speak in the scheme of things it's divine as it manifests in structure that's what he's basically saying I just want to say, point out that he's not trying to say that it's like a, that it's just an external thing the, the, that's why we call it misper so now the Rebbe Rashab explains the general thing of a number the general subject, the general concept of number, hurak is galos adover, is only the revelation of a thing. Because when you count something through a number, when you say something that's five apples, or a number of ten spheres, nothing is innovated, not, nothing is nishadish in the actual gufa muhusa adover. It's not like something fundamentally is, is different. <coughs> the Dover Hanisper, the thing that's being counted, and not in its number either. You understand the addition of Leibim Mispare? No, but not only, in the, in the, not only the object that's being counted, but also the number. Nothing is added. All you're doing is revealing a fact that there's ten spheres in the room. There's ten people came into the room. So you're saying there's ten. The Because we see no change. Just like these items and the number were there before it was counted, without any tasters, no, without any addition and no subtraction, after it's counted, nothing changes. I'm sure that it's. I wouldn't go there right now because he's talking, you know, on a very basic level. And obviously, we're going to find out that counting, you know, right, right. But let, let's talk the. Let's listen. I am sure he's going to be addressing this. I just don't want to jump the gun. 
Okay. Rakshaba misper mehelam ledegili. So what is misper? Then the number comes from revealed to, to, to from concealed to heal to revealed. Like for example, someone say, how many people in this room? You may not know because there's so many people. Someone comes in and says, I know. There's 100 people. There's 200 people. What's, what changed? You revealed something that was there. You didn't like say, you didn't bring in a new entity into it. It's a revelation. But Indian, the Indian of this is the name Mitzad Hagbala de Misper. Rotzelemer, Rotzelemer, Masha Misper, Hagbala. That from the perspective of the Hagbala, of the definition of the parameter of a number, Meaning, that misper is defines the the the, the specific um, the specific finite parameters of a thing of the thing that's being counted. That it's like saying there's a hundred people. So this misbit is defining the limit. It's 100, not 101. This thing of number is only shayach, is only possible in the world of biyah. Because there you have hagbola, there you have hagbola mamish. Let me let's let, let's explain this for a moment. He's going to explain it with different ways, but let me just say one thing because it's going to get a little complicated here. You remember we spoke about several times that in order to understand these levels, you got to remember that even asiyaruchnis is not easy to understand, right? You know, because you're talking about levels that are beyond the tangible. So for us, what he's doing here is really you have to realize that gvul, the word gvul, when we say something is parameters. See right here, he's saying there's levels in Gvul. What does that mean? Let's just explain. What means levels in Gvul? What does it mean? Klotzkash. Either it's defined or it's not defined. You know? But clearly there are levels. And I want to just give a few examples so we'll understand. When we say, for example, here, take two apples. Physical apples. Someone can say, okay, there's two apples in my hand. And I can hold five apples. I can't hold ten apples. Very clear number there. Or any type of accounting. The numbers don't add up, but they do add up. Right? They're very that's that as that is as tangible numbers as it can get. There's only that many things you can hold in your hands. I'm just giving you an example. There's that many items that can fit into this room. And there's going to be a limit. There's going to be a point where you cannot put more in. I'm talking about now pure physical hagbala. Someone will say, How many ideas can fit into your brain? Oh, that's a whole different story. Now, the ideas can be exactly of the same item. Those apples that you're envisioning, that you have in your hand, two apples, you could have two apples in, in, in your imagination. You could have a million apples. Is there a limit of how many apples you can envision in your brain? So obviously, we can't imagine something we can't see. So it's going to be hard to imagine a, bi- a billion apples. Simply. But that's only because we can't imagine it. It doesn't mean because the... So someone says, so one second, so what's going on? How, how suddenly in the brain, which is only this size, you can imagine? The answer is because it's not defined by physical parameters. It's not the concept of it. Concepts don't occupy quite the same space. But if I ask you, is it apples or oranges? It's apples. I'm thinking about apples. If you want me, I could change in a second. I could think about oranges. 
But the point that I'm saying is ideas also have parameters. See, right here you have two levels of gvul. They're both gvul. They're, but they're completely different types of gvul. Right, exactly, exactly. In other words, but, and we're not talking Lamaila and Mamakim now. So someone says, is this higher than space? No. It's not higher than space. It's a different way of defining space. It's called like physical spatiality and you can say a conceptual spatiality. Let's take it even more bagashmis. How many how many uh, stones can I put into this room? A stone can come and calculate. A thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand. Question is, how many um, radio waves can can travel through this room? The numbers are going to go up dramatically. It's going to be limited. I think. I'm not even sure. You know, I mean, if you had, let's say, a million people in a few blocks. We're all talking on cell phones. Will there be interference? Uh, probably, I'm assuming there would be at some point. But it doesn't matter. But clearly, you see, it's not. It's not the same. It's a different type. It occupies space differently because energy flows differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, my point I'm trying to say is that if you that we're not used to thinking like this because we think what we see. They're yeah, a little more invisible. But if you really think about it, there's levels of gvul. You see, see this, however. Being that it goes all the way to a source, the gvul of asiyah at- ruchnis, gashmis, and this is, is, the, is the root in the gvul of asiyah ruchnis. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's another example. The distinctions of our personalities goes, can be traced to our genes, to DNA, to chromosomes that are invisible to the eye, yet they're distinct. There's different chromosomes. You mix them together, like, like mix together oxygen and hydrogen, and you get water. You mix so in other words, the point is I'm just trying to really just help us understand when he says there's Dagus and Gvul, just to get a sense of where he's going here. So this really is relevant, of course, to the interface, because it's about how do we understand our structure of existence, how are we going to connect it to beyond structure. So the first step is we have to connect our very crass structure with a little more spiritual structure. Then the spiritual structure connects to a higher spiritual structure. Then that connects to the desire, the kesha. And that then connects to the source. See, that's, that's how it works. You get it? And you can't jump. There's no way you can go from a chumrizdike yesh that doesn't understand anything that's spiritual and suddenly you're going to jump into kesha without being annihilated. There's no way. It can't happen. So basically, in a sense, Tater, when Tater says, behave like a mensch. Okay? When you eat, eat like a man. You walk, talk to people. I'm talking about that. It's simple. Derecher. It's aligning a gashmizdik, a chumizdik, a thing that could be a beast and an animal and do whatever it wants. And just just become a little refined. That's step one. Step one, or whatever step it is. And this lets you climb and climb. Then there's Kabbalah Sail. Then there's the things that take us so-called outside of the structure. So I'm just, I just want to put it in context. So he says now, Gvul Mamish in Biyah. That's what he says. Agbola. So Misper... Since Mispah is not creating anything, Mispah is simply telling you how many there are. So in a sense, you could say, here's a good, here's a good example. I don't know how many ideas I have in my brain, but let's say someone who has the wisdom can figure it out. They'll tell you, you have a million ideas in your brain. So what is this Mispah doing? It's just giving tangible gvul to something that was not measure, measurable or, or, or you didn't know the measure of it before. So that's why he's saying Mispah, the Mispah which is just, is just revealing like he says, what does the, the, the paradise say? 
Misper Balagvul. Misper Balagvul. Misper is the idea of a finite number. So he's saying, Harizah Shaykh Rakh Bibiyash Shamuin Hagbala Mamash. Obviously, meaning that Natsilis, there's no Hagbala Mamash. Now, of course, you're going to immediately ask the question, what do you mean? Didn't chapters after chapter explain that Natsilis is absolute Hagbala in the Kalim, in the Eidus? Okay, well, remember, it's all relative. <laughs> Atzilis, we're talking about Atzilis compared. Right, exactly. Gabba Biyah, Atzilis is like Eir. Remember, the Kalim of Atzilis are right, but there's no physical Kalim there. So you're talking about, that's why I'm saying it's so hard, because for us, even just to work with Asiya Ruchnius is, is complicated enough. No, also not. That's my point. That's why I'm saying, you could say like this, the physical apple, that's a physical keli. The imagination of the apple is a spiritual keli, so to speak. And then there's, you have to abstract, what's the, what's the, what's the spiritual keli beyond the apple, etc., etc., but, but, but look, it's examples that will help you at least realize how far we are from it. But it helps you understand there are many levels. It's true. That's, this, this is without a Vedi, you're not going anywhere. This is not just a matter of Haskola. Haskola, yes, you can, fant- you, can, you can abstract it to the point. Like, for example, just like there's Aiden Kelly, the Ke- what's the Aiden Kelly in the apple? The physical apple is the keli, of course, the colors. And the air is right, is the, the sweetness or, or the taste or, or, or the energy that gives you, etc. Well, like an idea. You look at letters on a page. Letters on a page are keli. The idea in it is the air. That's uh, Now you go a step higher. It's not eishis on a page. That's like keli, and then there's the machshav. In other words, you could... I mean, these are the examples so this keeps giving. So anyway, now he's going to say, it says like this. Just like the union of time. Time. is only possible in Biyah. In Atsilis, it's higher than Zman, higher than time. The past. What was. What is now. The present. And the future. They're all like one. Havaya. So in other words, that says by him everything is high, 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 really ak is usually where we say that. You know, ak. But relative to uh, to to bria, the Derek says that bria is man, is and ak is lamaylam is man. But right now, relative speaking, yeah, relatively speaking, yes. But generally speaking, it's not said. It all comes down to relative. Let's see where it goes here. Kamoi kenu biyin hamisper. The same thing in the, in the union of the concept of numbers. The shayich rag bebiyah, possible only in biyah. Or makom mokem nikar hasfiris al shem hamisper. And nevertheless, even though it's such a so-called external level, it's only revealing and it's so defined. It's definition. It's the definition. It's defined. I think it's answering over here that we just said it's only biyah. No, it didn't say Atsilis. No, no, no. No, no. Even though Sphira, Misper, is referring to a low level with his Gvul Mamish, that's what he's saying here. Nevertheless, the, the Sphira, Sphira is still called, it's not just a number. It's the Sphira. Sphira of God, the Sphira. He's not saying which Sphira. One second. I called on, I still called Misper Kalifiyasha, Misper who gili ma'alam, because Misper does reveal the concealed. One second. So also his definition is not 
it's innovation. It's only a revelation. It's not a. It's not being mechaz. The number doesn't determine the definition. It's only revealing the definition. I don't know where you get this word atzilus. It doesn't say atzilus here. Because he said saying So if somebody's learning this, what do you mean? This is also in No, again, you're being dyke lines and I'm dying Forget, let's let's skip. Let's say that Silas wasn't mentioned here altogether. Would you have a problem? Yeah. No. There's no problem. So I'm telling you not. No, 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 because you're missing the lines before. This began with a pardis. Okay, look, look, as I told you, this goes back. He's part with a pardis that doesn't mention no atzilus. He says misper is mebalei. He's explaining a pardis. Okay, so he, so he started saying misper is only a revelation of something. Nothing is nishadish. Right. And then he's saying misper is reflects how spheres are tangible and in a state of gvul like a biyah. One second. Nevertheless, they're still they're still appropriate name. They're not something that they're still an appropriate name for the concept of a sphere. Let me let me explain it. Then you can add if you want to add. Uh, the the misbud is is still a, a the word for a concept of the street because it's not just some external number because it's revealing what was there concealed. What is it revealing? It's revealing. It's not creating the gvul. When you say that there's a certain number to something, that was that that number was there before you said that it was a number. The number is just revealing that which that the gvul that was there before. The biyah. This is what I'm trying to say. That the I don't know. I mean, what what, what I just said now? Something missing from what I said? He's trying to understand why sphere is called misper. Why sphere is called misper? I'm telling you, atzilus is not is is atzilus is tangential here. It's not the ikat here. Atzilus is not the, the key point here. The key point is understanding what sphere and misper means. Right, so he just finished explaining that misfar is. What, 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 are, we are, we, are we arguing semantics here or, or havana? You heard what I said. What I said is you, you, you disagree with what I'm saying in havana or you disagree in the words? No, I don't, I don't think we disagree at all, but I just want to shed some light on it. Because... See, since he doesn't use the word atzilis, I, I wouldn't use the word Where you, you stuck a word atzilis in a line that doesn't say atzilis. No, you, but you stuck it into a different line. It's not yeah. in that line. I, I'm telling you, I, I don't see any reason. No, 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 just, anyway, the bottom line is like this. The first meaning of Svirda is misper. Misper is, refers to gvul, and it's a revelation of something that was hidden. That's, that, is that correct? No, because you said that in the same Yes, that's basically the answering why. There's no question. There's no question here. He never asked a question. Why are you saying an answer? I don't see any question here. I see a question. Okay, so, you should, so I don't see any question here. Can I tell you the question I see? Fine, you could. I don't see any question here. But he, uh, he finished saying in a definite way that the inner misper is shaykh only in biyah. Only in biyah. And that's a svira. Svira is in a misper. So how does he say, how, how do we say svira in a tzilus? Where does he ask such a question? I don't see such a question. No. No, 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 no. I, I don't get, I don't know what you're talking about. Why, where, where did you make that Sphira and Atsilis are the same? Where does he say that Where do you say, to me, it took, to cross out the lines of Atsilis here, nothing changes. 
The Avon is clear as, as it is. He's trying to understand the Sphiris. By the way, Sphiris are not rooted, not Silas. They're rooted in the hidden Sphiris before the Tzimtzum. So why, why, why is that Silas here relevant? Anyway, I don't see a question. You see a question? I don't see a question here. I, the Rebbe Shabbos knows how to ask a question when he wants to ask. He's explaining what Misper is. I'm saying, why, why force a question when there's no... I don't What's the question? I don't know what the question... Why is there a question here? What's the question? I don't get the question. It's not a question. It's just when you're learning it. The, the, the part of this... But, but why make a question when there's no question? I don't, I don't understand. Why, what, why are we forcing a question here? I, I, to me, they're very simple. So, I mean, he says, starts with a part of this. He says that Sfira is Russian Mispur. He's explaining what this means. He does He never said that. Where did he say that? Where did he say that? Silas not Shaykh. That's not. The, they're talking about Atzilus here. He's talking about Sfira. Where is the main Indian of Mispur? And Sfira is in Bria. That's all he said. Because because Atzilus is higher than that. So that's all he said. That's it. And and nevertheless. No, no, that's your question. That's not a question here. It's nothing to do with it. He doesn't ask such a question, and therefore he doesn't have to answer it. I'm telling you there's no such question. You have such a question, I don't see such a question. To me, it's very straightforward. So this misper is the tangible gvul, that's in Biyah, and nevertheless, it's a name for, for Sfira. It's a name for Sfira, Sfira Velikus. What does this mean? It's Gilimel. For Biyah, he doesn't have to go there by saying that it's Gilimel. He doesn't have to go there for, for Biyah. No, why not? Biyah is also called Sfira. It's Sfira of Biyah. In Biyah is Sfira. There's, no there's no question altogether. Who said there's a question? Who said there's problems anywhere? Who said there's a problem here? There's no problem altogether. He's not asking anything. You keep going to a problem. There's no problem. He's simply explaining what means Misper. Why Sfira is Misper. Misper is Gvul. Like he says, apart this, there's no problem. There's no problem. He's not asking anything. He's explaining but something. But what's the problem? But why is there a problem here? What's the problem here? Why is there a problem? But what's the problem? I don't know. Huh? What? I mean, I don't know what. He's raising a problem. He's trying to be midday. The two qualities of the word misper are represented by these two ideas of beyond and beyond beyond. Anyway, the, let's, remember the Pardis. The Pardis says, Yes, Peter's Belashem Misper, Kemisper, Babalag Vul, Vavapishain, and Balig Vul, Beerach Shoshma Poshes, Balig Vul, and Beerach Pulosem Eleno. That's what he's explaining here. So he's saying like this. Vainian, Dina Mitzadak Bol, the Misper, Arizashaich Rakbe Bia, Dagbola element. Is Shaykh Biyak, because that's where you have Gvul Mamash, not not Silas. The Gvul element of Misa. Of Sphira. Of Sphira. Of Sphira. Nevertheless, it's still called Sphira. In Abiyah, it's called Sphira. In Yassi, it's also called Sphira. Okay, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't deal with semantics. I'm trying to explain a Havon of something. Even though, okay, so therefore, nevertheless, it's not just called number. It's Hashem Hamisper. In other words, Svir is called the name Misper. Why? Because Misper reveals what is concealed. 
A number does not create Hagbol. A number reveals Hagbol. You say something has a number, that there's, let's say, a certain number of, 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 of items. It's not the number is creating the, number, the, 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 the distinct items. It's revealing, tell us, like you said before, all a number does, it does not change the Muhusa Dover. Before you count and after you count, it's still the same number. All the number does is reveal the, the, the distinctions that were not seen before. Because in Biyah, the Hagbala is a form of his Chachos. Because here, it's starting to take on tangible shape. It's starting to take on tangible shape, so it's a Chachos. But the, but the element that, that Biyah is telling us is revealing for us a number. Being that it's only revelation, therefore, even the definition within it is not a real definition. A real, I'm sorry, it's not like a new definition, it's only a revelation. <coughs> Let me explain what he said here. What he said here is like this. Remember, I said the difference between Agbola, let's say, when you physically have you're back to your thing I'm not I'm, I'm trying to understand the mimer here okay anyway when we spoke before for example that there's let's say you defined uh, apples physical apples that for example just for practical purposes let's call that hagbol and bia there's defined elements then there's how they are in their source in atzilus and higher in Atsilis, where it's only the concept of these apples. So, it's not Agbola Mamish, like you said. Okay? But there's something going on here. In the physical Biyah, not physical, in Biyah, the tangible definition is definitely a Chiddush. Because it's tangible. But the number that it's revealing, that there's ten spheres, for example, that is not a Chiddush in Biyah. That is just revealing the Hagbola, that's there already earlier. So, for example, let's say conceptually you have ten ideas in your mind. When it's in your mind, no one knows that it's ten ideas. They can't see it. When it comes into the next level and you can actually count it, you realize that there were ten there before. So the Chiddush of Biyah is the Hagbola. There's real Hagbola here. There's Yesh. But the, but, but the idea of ten, of the, 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 the distinctions of the ten spheres... Is just revealing that which was there before. That's what he's saying right now. So even though, yes, this is chachos, but the number itself is not revealing anything new. It's, it's not creating anything new. It's only revealing that which was there before. In a way, it's like saying that you know from what comes out of the, from behind the curtain, What's going on? Behind, what's going on on the other side of the curtain? And that's why you can apply misper number No, this this line I I'm not clear what it means. What's what? what in, is, is in this is the end of the answer. No, but, Gile, but no, you just said that, that the Biyah is Gilead Helam. Misper is Gilead Helam. 
Is it end answer? I don't know what kind of question. There's no question and answer, my friends. So, so before you say answer, you have to have a question. Yeah, it, it, it makes it so clear. Okay. Because here before he says, you just said that biyah is the is misper, or the esper, misper which reveals the hidden. What time do we have here? I also have to stop here. I also have some things I must do. He's going to, go, he's going, he's going to continue Mishnah at Simpson also with the idea of Misper. So we're going to find Misper. I'll be in a Misper. I'm going to say that. Yeah, so Shane is going to say that. He had to come in with the idea of explaining clearly what it means. Okay, I think we should stop here and I'll continue and I'll explain it. I'll learn it. Fine. Do you want to? So, did, did a little of chapter 83, we moved a little for, for, forward. Page 159.